This is Living Health Live on 1450 and 95.9 WOL and worldwide on WOLDCnews.com. Living Health Radio is your ticket to a lifetime of good health. Here are your hosts, Dr. Stephanie and Tom Chaney. Hello and welcome. I'm Dr. Tom Chaney and this is Living Health Live. Joining me on the show, as well as my life and our practice, Living Health Integrated Medicine, is my wife, Dr. Stephanie Chaney. We're super excited to be joining you weekly to take you on an adventure of a lifetime, a lifetime of great health. You're going to get some awesome information, instructions on how to live a better, healthier life, free of chronic diseases like diabetes, neuropathy, autoimmunity, pain and arthritis, and so much more. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about type 2 diabetes solutions. So let's, let's first start. Um, by talking about type 2 diabetes and in this epidemic of a problem. I mean, this is a huge issue right now. Um, the Centers for Disease Control, their stats is that over 29 million people have type 2 diabetes. 86 million have prediabetes. So they're just um, in line to become a type 2 diabetic. Um, and I don't know if you knew this, but um, over... 90% of the cases that are diabetes actually is type 2 diabetes. You know, mm-hmm. type 1 diabetes is only about 5%. Not that it's um, not an issue, but this is a huge problem and it's, it's of epidemic proportions. And so um, we want to discuss that today. Yeah, I'm actually looking at the at a glance 2016 diabetes report from the CDC. And so not only are almost 90 million Americans pre diabetic, but according to the CDC, about 90% of them don't even know it. So the, the testing's not really being done. Um, and I think the CDC's approach, obviously, with these kinds of stats, basically almost half the population is either pre-diabetic or diabetic. That's crazy. And that is up astronomically just in the last 20, 30 years. And so... We've got an epidemic on our hands. You know, the CDC is doing things as far as taking these statistics and trying to get the, the conventional system to be more proactive and preventative. Um, but our goal is not simply to prevent. What are we going to do about the half half the country's population that's already diabetic or pre-diabetic? You know, we've got we've got a, a major job reversing these guys. And our goal with our program is not to manage diabetes, which is how the current system is basically approaching it. And they manage it through conventional means, you know, medication. They do recommend that you make lifestyle changes, but very rarely do they tell you exactly what those lifestyle changes are. And what we found is that oftentimes the recommendations that they make are not good enough or not strong enough or not clear enough to actually help reverse somebody. So our goal in our practice um, and our goal with reaching you guys today is to A, let you know that diabetes is reversible. We're talking about type 2 diabetes um, and that it can be done and we're actually doing it. Yeah, we reverse this disease in our practice. Like all day, every day. That's right. And just so you guys know what that means. Um, so one of the main markers that the system uses to detect and diagnose diabetes, it's a blood marker. It's called hemoglobin A1C. And what that actually is, because a lot of people, they get a number, but it's not real to them what that even means, right? And so um, so hemoglobin A1C, what it is, is a percentage of red blood cells that are damaged by blood sugar. So if you're 5.7 or below, 
according to the American Diabetes Association, and most labs are concurrent with this, um, you're considered non-diabetic. So 5.7% means 5.7% of red blood cells that are damaged, right? So above 5.7 to 6.4%, you're considered quote-unquote pre-diabetic, right? And over 6.4%, you're diagnosed as a diabetic. The whole pre-diabetes thing for us is kind of like being a little bit pregnant, you know, especially with the system, because what happens is you get diagnosed as pre-diabetic in the medical system, and then it's just wait and watch. So we've had so many patients come to see us, and they they were like, well, I'm pre-diabetic, but I, I need to come to your diabetes reversal program now, because my doctor's just telling me, well, we're just going to keep an eye on it. We're just going to keep an eye on it. Keep an eye on it until when? Until you're full-blown diabetic, and then they will prescribe medication because that's the tool that the conventional system has. So our goal is to reverse diabetes. And so we see people coming in on you know three different oral medications for diabetes with a hemoglobin A1C, for example, of 11.9, which is out of control. And the next step in the system is insulin. So... Obviously, nobody wants to be put on insulin. Nobody wants to deal with needles, <laughs> injecting things every day, multiple times a day. And so they come to see us for that. Our goal for diabetes reversal, because we are, again, results-based, is to get that hemoglobin A1C down naturally through natural lifestyle changes, diet, supplements, exercise um, uh, indications, to a 6.0% or below on no medication. That is our goal. Obviously, that's not going to happen overnight, right? Didn't take a person two months to get diabetes and to be dealing with it for for as long as they have. And so, and our goal is to do that because the statistics are incredible as far as, you know, the number one cause of kidney disease is diabetes, kidney failure, it's diabetes. And we've got patients that come to see us and they've had kidneys replaced or they're on dialysis and they're waiting for kidneys. Uh, you know, a, a new kidney. The disease affects every part it of the body. It affects everything. I mean, when you think about having that elevation of sugar in, in the bloodstream, it, you know, sugar is very sticky. It, it sticks to things, right? So when sugar builds up too high, too high, it starts to stick to the things that are floating around the bloodstream. So it sticks to red blood cells. It sticks to platelets and white blood cells and proteins. And those things get sticky. And then you've got sticky stuff kind of sticking to sticky stuff. And it's the sugar stuff sticks to the artery walls. And, and unfortunately, these little tiny blood vessels in our body you know, your blood is turning into almost like barbecue sauce, basically. And so what's going to clog small blood vessels, water or barbecue sauce, right? Barbecue sauce. Barbecue sauce. And so this is, you know, anywhere in the body that you have small blood vessels that can be clogged and choked and, you know, plaqued, basically. That's what happens. And that's why it affects the eyes. So we have patients that come to see us and they literally can't even see us across from the desk because they're already blind. Um, the kidney function. We've got patients with neuropathy, which is the death and dying of the nerves because the blood vessels are choked off and the nerves can't get oxygen flow and nutrient flow and immune cell defense. We have patients that come in that have had amputations because the blood flow got so bad that that body part is literally dying. And so the only way to keep the patient alive is to cut off the dead stuff, basically. You know, heart attack and stroke is the number one cause of death for a type 2 diabetic. We've got certain research circles calling uh, Alzheimer's and dementia type 3 diabetes. Why? Because sugar and insulin surges damage the brain. 
According to the ADA, the research that's been published by the ADA, the American Diabetes Association, your chance of getting cancer as a diabetic goes up by over 300%. So diabetes, sugar, is basically underlying most of the chronic issues today. So you could say someone has had a heart attack or you know died of a cardiovascular event, but what was underlying that? It was probably some type of issue with diabetes or sugar. So it's imperative that we hit this thing face on and we work really, really hard with people, not just to manage it with medication, that's not really getting rid of it, right? right. Now you're dealing with the diabetes and then all of you know the side effects of the medications, but we wanna reverse this. And well, like we, we talked about last week, we wanna actually treat causes and not just right. treat symptoms. And right. here's the thing about this disease, and you just went through all these complications, and many of the patients that come and see us, they actually have these complications, but some of them don't. And maybe some of the listeners out there have just been diagnosed as pre-diabetic, and, and maybe they're not confronting this, and maybe they're in denial. Um, you know, the thing I would emphasize is you don't want to sleep on this condition because it can it can bite you when you least expect it. Right. And we've seen that happen. I've seen patients that, you know, have come in and talked to us and they said that, you know, they just woke up one day and to them everything was fine. They were being managed and they were taking their medication as prescribed, but they woke up one day, they looked at their little toe and their little toe was purple. Next thing you know, they're having that amputated mm -hmm. and they're coming to us months later because that that incision would not heal. And they went through this process and you kind of know where the story goes from there. Right. So now we've heard, you know, all the bad stuff related to diabetes and, and it's it is scary. And, you know, we're not here to necessarily scare people. We're just here to give people the reality of what's happening, um, that despite our medical intervention, despite we've got new diabetes drugs coming on the market almost monthly, and if any of them worked, then why do we keep needing more, right? So, um, but the goal is to enlighten people on the fact that it actually is reversible. There's, there is hope out there. You just have to follow the right approach. So when patients come to see us, we're not treating their diabetes. They're already being treated right? They're taking medications. Our goal using functional medicine approach is to get the body functioning optimally by every means possible that we can, that we have at our disposal naturally. So what should a person do? Right? Well, I think a lot of people too come to us thinking that, um, and many of them have been told or they went on the internet and did some research and they think that, oh, I have a pancreas problem. And that's the issue. I don't, you know, there's nothing I can do about it. There's a pancreas problem, and that's right. it. Yeah, they, they sometimes they get told um, their pancreas isn't working, so that's why they have to be on medication. And it's really not the full story. So um, when we work to reverse somebody's diabetes, we're just looking for all the reasons why sugars are high. And what they actually have is a type 2 diabetic. They have a, an insulin resistance problem. So their insulin receptors aren't working very well anymore for a myriad of reasons. Either their immune system's attacking the receptors, their receptors are being shut down by the cells because they just don't want to be uh, taking in as much nutrient as the body's being told to, you know, to take in, um, or they're being damaged and overused and they're not being repaired properly. Either way, what happens is you're, you're dealing with an insulin 
resistance problem and a sugar overload problem. And we're obviously not talking about the fact that most of you guys out there know that if you eat sugar, your sugars go up, right? I mean, most of the people that come to see us for diabetes reversal have already figured out if they eat a bowl of jelly beans or candy, the sugars go up. What we're, what we're seeing is people coming to see us that are, you know, I've made changes according to what my doctor or dietitian said. I've, I've started exercising an hour a day. I'm trying to make lifestyle changes like I was told, but my sugars are still high. I'm still on three medications, and now the doctor's talking about putting me on insulin. Like, what is going on? So what we do is we take a very functional holistic approach at looking at the body, kind of like looking under the hood of a car, right? Your body's this amazing, intricate, intelligent machine. And we just want to see where all the outnesses are and how the body's functioning. Because we know that when the body is functioning optimally, it will regulate itself perfectly. And so um, I guess after the break, we'll talk about some of the different like tests that we do and dif- the different things we look at under the hood to try to figure out why someone's sugars are high despite the changes. Yeah, there's many different organs, glands, and systems that go into helping to regulate sugars. So there are a lot of organs, glands. There's a lot of different systems in the body that go into regulating and con- helping to control sugars, not just the pancreas. Oh, absolutely. In fact... Um, more often than not, when we're testing pancreas function, their pancreas is secreting adequate amounts of insulin. So their diabetes is not at that moment a pancreas problem. Um, if your pancreas is not working well and eventually gets destroyed, you're not really a type 2 diabetic. You're actually becoming a type 1 diabetic. And we do have patients that come in that we test for that um, and they find out, yeah, their immune system is actually attacking their pancreas. They've become autoimmune. And now they, they're being called type 1.5. They're a little bit of type 2 and a little bit of type 1. Um, but you'd, you want to know if that's going on because, again, that's one of the things we look for under the hood as a cause for sugars to be high. So it very rarely has to do with pancreas function. Your pancreas is working overtime trying to produce enough insulin to get the sugars down. It's this overload of sugars because of various glands, organs, and systems malfunctioning, suffering under poor conditions, they're nutrient deficient, they're you're you're you know attacking various viruses or bacteria or you know type of infection process. There's things going on in the hood, under the hood that are that need to be looked at and tested for, which is what we do to get someone functioning optimally. So this is a disease that just just didn't start when they got the diagnosis. It's something that has been actually under the hood, like you said, um, oh, most people have for been, a while. Yeah, working for this on, de- you know, working on this for decades. This is Dr. Tom Cheney, and this is Living Health Live. We are the authors of the book, Defeat Diabetes, 33 Effective Strategies to End Diabetes Before It Ends You, which you can pick up at Amazon or at mylivinghealthmarket.com. Now, we were talking about, we were getting into our approach. We were talking about some of the um, systems that go into regulating sugars. Um, Before we get back into our approach, I want to talk a little bit about the conventional approach. And um, this is what frustrates many patients out there when I sit down and I, and I consult with them, they don't feel like they're getting answers to their questions. And what I enlighten them on is that there is a, there is basically a flow chart to the conventional approach. And so, um, in front of me, I have from the American Diabetes Association, um, it's the standards of care for, for diabetics. And if you go to that website, you can look at it online. And 
the flow chart basically flows from top to bottom. And, and I'm just going to go through it with you so you can understand what the method and what the treatment model and the conventional medical model is. And what it says at the top is it says starts with monotherapy. So that would be um, starting with monotherapy would be one drug. And, and the drug there that they have next to um, monotherapy is metformin. Um, many of you out there, I'm sure, are familiar with metformin. It's the most commonly prescribed type 2 diabetic drug on the market. And then next to that, it says lifestyle management. So what is lifestyle management? Um, typically, what that is is being told that you need to go and change your diet, you need to lose weight, and you need to exercise. And on the flow chart, if that doesn't work, so we've used um, monotherapy, which is one drug, we move down to the next step. And the next step is dual therapy which means with the metformin, we add another drug. And there's many different drugs listed here. And then once again, lifestyle management is listed. So once again, you're gonna to be told, go change your diet, go lose weight, go exercise. We're gonna add this prescription to the mix. If that doesn't work, we're gonna move down to the third step, which is triple therapy. So we've got metformin, we've got our second pill. Now we're gonna add either a third pill or we may add an injectable at this point. Now, if that doesn't work, we're going to go down to the last step on the flow chart, which is combination injectable therapy, and that's where insulin comes in. So that's the conventional standard of care. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm reading this right off the American Diabetes Association website. You can go to their website and download it for yourself. And I think that's what frustrates many patients because nowhere in this flow chart is um, diabetes is your diabetes reverse. That's not the goal. That's not the objective of this model. And so that's why many patients come in. They're very frustrated with this approach. So Dr. Steph, why don't you talk more about our approach and how it differs? Right. So, uh, you know, they're, they're told time and time again in their, in their short doctor's office visit, change your diet, lose weight, exercise, lifestyle changes, whatever that is. But they're not told what that means and how to do it. And, um, you know, many doctors don't get into nutrition. They don't um, know all the different supplements that are out there. And, and so if they actually got, if we got that step right in the first place, we wouldn't need the rest of the flow chart. And that's, that's the actual reality. And that's our approach. Our approach is to teach people the lifestyle changes that they need to do, the correct ones for reversal. We're not interested in management. I think management as a doctor is depressing. <laughs> um, so um, what that means is we need to look for all the different reasons why sugars are high as far as function goes, right? So we talked about that a little bit before the break. And so there's lots of different glands and organs and systems in the body that have their hand in blood sugar. It's not just about you know whether or not you're drinking high sugar drinks or something. Um, you guys already have figured that out. The audience knows that if you have sugar in your diet, you're gonna, you know, your sugars are gonna be high. But we have people that have switched, right, through the advice of, um, you know, whoever they're working on, uh, working with on their lifestyle changes. They've switched from all sugary stuff. Like I don't drink sugary sodas anymore. I drink the diet sodas. Well, the other thing I hear so many patients come in and tell me that they eat healthy. Yeah. <laughs> what, what does is, that mean? Well, if you ate healthy, healthy, yeah, if you ate healthy, you wouldn't have a hemoglobin A1C of 12. But what is healthy in 
the conventional system as far as diet is not really what the body actually needs. And the other thing, a lot of times what, what I see is things are so far gone by the time a patient comes into our practice, diet alone isn't going to be enough to get and correct the causes. Right. But I will say, and I've, this is what I tell patients too, you know, diet is a must as far as changes. You have to, we have to be confronting the diet because it's, it's really 70 to 80% of what it takes to reverse this disease as far as getting the body fed properly. I mean, we've got people walking around in this country that are eating 10,000 calories a day, but they're starving to death. Right, because they're not actually getting any nu nutrients that the body needs. So the body is literally starving of nutrients, but they're very, very calorie heavy. So we have to start with testing more than just the hemoglobin A1C. Okay, um, because what's happening is this: the medical model that you were just reading from the ADA, it's really just you know trying to drive hemoglobin A1C down with with prescriptions. And some research was published. Um, actually, the ADA published the results of the study back in their October 2010 journal um, that showed that aggressively driving hemoglobin A1C down with very aggressive prescription intervention resulted in the patient being more likely to be dead in five years. So who cares if you've got a good hemoglobin A1C, but you're on a multitude of medications to get that because again we're not really handling the cause so we have to look at more than just where your hemoglobin is we have to look at organ function so we have to test for things like liver function we have to test for kidney function we test for adrenal gland and thyroid function these are all the different glands that work in concert with the pancreas we're checking for food allergies we're checking for anything that could be causing basically inflammation because inflammation, and we, we'll get into that more in another segment, um, which is the ramping up of your immune system to seek out, defend, destroy, clean up, whatever it is, inflammation can stimulate sugars to be high by this whole indirect hormone mechanism through your adrenal glands and cortisol secretion. And so we are also testing for all the sources of inflammation for a person's body in order to thereby secondarily get their sugars down. So food allergies, are is your immune system attacking you? Do you have an autoimmune disease like rheumatoid arthritis, celiac, ulcerative colitis, psoriasis, you know, some of the stuff that I was dealing with uh, as a kid. Are you attacking your pancreas or your thyroid? Are you attacking foods that you're eating? So we talked food allergies, nutrient deficiencies. So um, it surprises me how many people come in to see us this day and age with low vitamin D, because that's something that can even be prescribed, right, for, by a medical doctor. But vitamin D is really important as far as insulin receptor function, immune balancing. It, it's almost like a hormone in the body. And people come in with extremely low levels of vitamin D. There's a whole myriad of other things that could go on. Other sources of inflammation that can cause sugars to be high. Infections. So we test patients for yeast and candida and bacterial overgrowth, viral infections, um, parasite infections. It is amazing how many people are walking around with a parasite and they have no idea. You know, just because you're not having projectile diarrhea doesn't mean you don't have something. And so, you know, is the fix in that case metformin or is it getting rid of the 
agitator, right? Your so, system is agitated. Yes. Yeah, so, so you just threw a lot of information. I totally did. So. I do that. I have that tendency. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> so I don't want everybody to get overwhelmed because we're here to help you through this. Yes. Um, but basically what you've just said is you got to look for the root causes and not just treat symptoms. And that's what we do. And here's the other thing I want to touch on that just to kind of, cause I know this is in a lot of the listeners heads because it's a lot of the patients that come in and they think that, um, well, you know what? My doctor just told me that I need to lose weight. That's what I need to do. Um, they've been, you know, basically conditioned to think that this is the cause of my condition is weight. So what, what do you say about that? Well, unfortunately, when you tell someone repetitively year after year after year in their doctor's visits that they have to lose weight, they can do some pretty crazy things to lose weight, right? I mean, like you could drink water only for two months and lose a lot of weight, but then, then what, what have you done to yourself? Right. And it's actually backwards. They've got it kind of flipped. So you're not, um, you kind of get the idea that you're diabetic because you're fat. So if I just go lose weight, I'll, you know, handle my diabetes. But we have skinny diabetics that come to see us all the time. Not only that, but we have people that are overweight that come to see us that are not diabetic. Right. So <laughs> weight, if weight actually caused this condition, everybody that was overweight would be diabetic. Yeah. And that, we're not saying it's healthy to be overweight, but... But it is it is an indicator, just like you know, high sugars, that something metabolically is wrong, right? You're I, but you have to be clear. You're not diabetic because you're fat. If you're fat, it's because you do have insulin resistance, and you've been working on that for so much longer than you even had the diagnosis of diabetes. So if we target why the sugars are high by looking at some of the s systems. In our book, we've got amazing tips, 33 tips that anyone could do on their own to start that process of getting the body functioning better and bringing sugars down. And oh, by the way, your sugars will come down, your blood pressure will come down, your cholesterol will come down, and your weight will come down. But when you're not really focused on the weight and you're more focused on functioning better and feeling good, you kind of don't care as much anymore. And Ironically, patients, when they work with us, they're losing weight without even trying. Um, and so the tips in the book are very good. You can implement them on your own pretty easily. Easy lifestyle and diet tips that we generally across the board with most patients will have them do. If it's a complicated case, you know, if someone picks up the book and they've done all the things we're talking about and they're still having issues, well, then it might warrant finding a functional medicine doctor to, to do some more of that extra testing. So um, once again, we've dumped a lot of information on the listeners. I want to um, invite the listeners to um, our seminar. So we do have a, a diabetes solution seminar and um, where we go through much more information, I'm sure on other shows, we're going to be going through more on diabetes, but you can go to diabetesreversalseminar.com. Um, to register for our next upcoming seminar. You can also call 888-514-4771. Um, uh, before we close out here, I just want to thank Tamika Smith, our technical director, uh, for helping us put this show together. And um, so you've been listening to Living Health Live with me, Dr. Tom Cheney and Dr. Stephanie Cheney of Living Health Integrative Medicine in Annapolis. You can tune in on Thursdays at 1230 
uh, for your chance to ask questions. Also, follow us on Facebook at My Living Health. You can also um, join in on the conversation by sending us your questions at info at mylivinghealth.com. Yeah, we'd love to see you at one of our free seminars. We do them on a regular basis. Again, our goal is to educate as many people as possible, um, empower people through education and knowledge. And so, um, you know, our ultimate goal uh, is to help a million people reverse diabetes by 2020. So if you're out there, you have diabetes, you have a family member with diabetes, you know, you, the book is available to you, our seminars are available. Obviously you can come in as a patient, um, but our goal is to get people healthy and this is basically a grassroots movement. So join us. And you're gonna learn on this, on this show how to take charge of your life, how to take control of your health and be free of diabetes, uh, improve your energy, have less pain. And once again, um, we'll see you next week. You've been listening to Living Health Live with Drs. Tom and Stephanie Cheney of Living Health Integrative Medicine in Annapolis. Tune in on Thursdays at 12.30 p.m. on 1450 and 95.9 WOL. And worldwide on WOLDCnews.com for your chance to learn how you can take charge of your health, free of diabetes, ED, fatigue, and pain.